Hey, man, listen, listen. You got to keep your aguas on deck at all times. You know what I'm saying? Hydration is the most important piece in life. You understand? So drink your aguas, drink your waters, whatever you want to call it. No brand is being shown because niggas don't got time for that. And until they sponsor me, you will see what's in the bottle. But I say that to say you're welcome and good day. This is episode 55, and this is for the love. Of course, this is your boy Los in the building. Want to thank y'all for actually listening to the God, you know what I'm saying? And every episode, just to peep on what the fuck I got to say this week. You know, it's been a very long time, so I want to say I apologize. Forgive me, but we here, as always. And of course, being that it's been a good gap of time that's been passed since y'all seen the last episode. And of course, if you haven't, check it out on all DSPs. Of course, that's officially YouTube now. You got Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple, of course. And, you know, just check out the previous content for for the love, man. You know, support and also check the 757 sounds that we got on the DSPs outside of the YouTube channel. You get what I'm saying? But nonetheless, all that being said, again, it's a lot of shit to go over. Apparently, motherfuckers is uh, holding guns. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers that's just thinking they thugged out and they not and you know that shit is crazy you know you got the whole content binge like it's you know if you're watching tv and you in the movies then it's a great time right now like i feel like this year is like one of those immaculate years as far as content with movies and tv shows and we definitely go get into that and keeping it in the content bag because of course, we got other, you know, culture related shit, you know, sports, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. But starting first, just to get it out the way, because it's very popular right now. It's like the trending piece. And that's in regards to the great brother Chris Rock in his latest Netflix special called Selective Outrage. And again, for the people who didn't watch it, it's on Netflix for you to check it out. And personally speaking, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to make this known before I do give my piece on it. It's very subjective, as most things are. So however you feel is how you feel. There's no right or wrong thing to it. If you think it was corny, cool. If you think it was funny as hell or one of the funniest things you watch, cool. Because it could be the case for you. For me, my that shit was trash. You know what I'm saying? It was like terrible. To me, it was not funny. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I uh, had a conversation earlier, and one of my homeboys was asking, like, was the special supposed to be funny? And I responded, like, what comedy special you know isn't supposed to be funny? Like, you know what I'm saying? Except for the recent one with uh, Dave Chappelle when he did the eight minutes and 43 seconds. And forgive me because my time may be wrong. But that was in reference to the George Floyd situation and how Dave dedicated that to speak on that moment. So I'm saying all of that to say, for example, that special wasn't really nothing to laugh about. It was for you to sit and listen and and hear his perspective. This shit with the Chris Rock thing, one, the whole special wasn't about the whole Will Smith situation. So that's why ultimately the whole shit wasn't 
that wasn't the reason why I wasn't funny. It wasn't funny because it wasn't funny. Like, it's just that simple. Like, the great Earl Sweatshirt said, I keep it simple and dynamic. If it's trash, then it's trash. You know what I'm saying? So getting into the material, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it was definitely more of a therapy session than a comedy special, meaning that the whole time you can definitely tell and it wasn't hitting, it wasn't trying to be sugarcoated. He put it on stage that he still feels some type of way and fuck all that. He's hurt by it. So that was obvious. And he even said it himself, like he he, he hurt me out of all things and Going with the title Selective Outrage, that's a shot at Will because he's saying he has outrage in selective moments. But to keep it short, the whole session for Chris Rock was like therapy for him and the audience was just there to listen to him vent more than tell jokes. Like it was one part where he said, um, anytime I get touched or slapped, I hear summertime ringing in my head. That little piece was funny because it's like when you think about it, and you like like imagine somebody smacking the shit out you and you hear Will Smith like that was funny but like besides that it was just a straight attack mode like he was doubling down and attacking not only Will but Jada Pickett which is like insane to me because that was the whole point of him smacking you I didn't agree with Will slapping this motherfucker but at the end of the day he was triggered by that and you chose to double down and talk about her relationships and shit like so that's why it, it got to a point where i was lost and you know what i'm saying and again trash if i had to rate it from one out of ten i get that shit like a four you know what i'm saying and that's just to be you know frank to keep it a buck because the shit was just terrible as far as chris rock said it's because again this is the creator of Everybody Hates Chris and more importantly Pootie Tay. You know what I'm saying? And everybody know that Pootie Tay is top five. So I can never shit and disrespect the man that created Pootie Tay. But at the same time, you got to call the spade a spade and understand that this material shit is trash. And also, on the other side of things, I'm wondering how Will is going to respond because Will is a funny motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So if I was Will, I would kind of do a stand-up on this shit and kind of like rebuttal back but with jokes because you already slapped the nigga. So it ain't no coming back from that. It ain't no reconciliation. It ain't, but we ain't, we're not going to be buddies no more. It is what it is. But I would just start joking back because at this point, it's clear that what Chris Rock is doing and how he's delivering it is very personal and very not funny. So I would just fight fire with fire in terms of just have better jokes and then you're will smith you're the bigger person out of the two as far as like status and accolades and shit like it is it is crazy because even speaking of status and accolades chris rock said something in regards to his latest movie emancipation that will was on and saying how he solely watched that just to see him get whipped to me that shit was more disrespectful than Will slapping the motherfucker. Cause you saying that you felt content watching slaves get their ass whooped because Will was in the movie. <laughs> like that shit sounded wild personal. But again, that's why niggas need therapy. And you know what I'm saying? And speaking of specials in the Will Slap situation, Marlon Wins had a special 
and that's on HBO Max. That shit was actually funny. And for most of the special, he spoke on the slap, and he had a better perspective on that, in my humble opinion. Let me say that because I'm not law, but from what I watched, I laughed at that, and it was an overall better material. But all that being said, you know what I'm saying, because I don't want to dwell on this shit. Niggas been talking about this whole Chris Rock shit for, like, the past week and a half, you know what I'm saying, if not more than that. And it's also telling that Chris Rock waited not only a year to speak a uh, uh, speak on this and speak his piece, but he wait until he waited around the time of the next annual Oscars to air, which comes on this Sunday, to release the special to kind of restore the feeling and bring back the fact that oh, I got slapped in front of national television in front of the world, and then me personally speaking, like. We'll keep it a buck again. What Will did with some bitch ass shit because I don't agree with assaulting another man, especially a black man, off words. Because the joke was just caught. The GI Jane joke was just whack as shit. So I would have been like, boo. But besides that, you know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga, the nigga, like, did some gangster shit. The nigga won the award, turned around sat back on his seat, won the biggest award of the night, and continued to celebrate that night off the award. Regardless of what you call it, that shit was gangster. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was wild. So, praying for them brothers. I don't even know why I'm praying, but I already said it, so it was there. Them niggas was going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they are legends in the game, and they just got to keep it separate. Or if they meet, they got to fucking fight. Because if I'm Chris Rock, we got to fight, bro. If you slap me in front of national television, I'm I'm not the mature. I'm not mature enough to hold that. I'm smacking the fuck out you on national television. We're just going to be two black men embarrassing the culture at that point. Because there's just nowhere in the world you can't let that type of shit slide. And then I don't want to hear about what you don't want to do in front of white people. Because as far as I'm concerned, you have no problem disrespecting black women in front of white people. And you have no problem letting white people say the n-word in front of your black ass so yeah so it's on site going forward and will smith is a legend so is chris rock and we passed that shit man because at the end of the day i'm tired and it's sad because the last thing i will say on this is going forward is that the new generation and going past that is going to remember these motherfuckers for that incident more than what we know them to be and that's their accolades so anyway man you know all that being said niggas gotta cook man because you heard my nigga say that nigga said cook nigga cook and i want niggas to know that this season of snowfall may damn near go down is one of the best seasons in television history yes i'm saying that claim and yes i'm standing on it because at the end of the day this season six so snowfall is fucking immaculate this nigga franklin saint ain't nothing to fucking play with he pulls up with a suit looking like the ceo of the brick and he ain't fucking playing you get what i'm saying and I'm, and then leon took his te- oh, man listen man this shit is it's the shit you know what i mean and then we ain't even done with the content because that's all the snowfall tip. And then you flip it and you got the Black Mafia family and Meech and them boys is killing it. I mean, like, listen, 50 is bodying 
this fucking BMF shit. Season two of BMF is fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? I want to send my condolences to Monique because she knew what the fuck time it was. And at this point, if you are spoiled, then haha, because you took too fucking long and you should have been watched it. And at this point, so fucking be it. Monique is gone. She played with fucking fire. And once you play with fire, you get burnt. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what happened. Lamar offered her ass. And also real shit. That's the one thing that I'm like kind of like questioning as far as the integrity of the show and the the truthful honesty of it. Because this nigga Lamar can get cracked in the head. Sh- like shot. Uh... Anything can happen to Lamar. This motherfucker is indestructible, so like I mean, she cracked this nigga in the head with the ash urn, bro. And he and nothing like he didn't move at all. He ain't like fall on the floor. He just ate that shit, like it, it, bro. You know how angry and sadistic you gotta be to eat those type of shit. Listen, man. But the nigga Beach is balling. He's killing that shit. T. The more you watch it, you can see why T was the fucking reason why BMF <laughs> fucking got indicted. Cause he just do shit that he thinks he's smarter than everybody, but he end up doing the dumbest shit out of the group. So it's like, you know what I mean? Fucking with Markeisha, who was Lala, and I mean, you know, shout out to Lala. She she you know, she fine it all, but you can't act, man. I mean the acting is terrible. And then for the guys for my BMF people that seen the last episode. I want to tell y'all now, can y'all see me? Because Young Miami did the worst acting I ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> like, it was terrible. Like, that whole scene with Young Miami and Meech looked like they was fucking laughing. Like, Meech looked like he was laughing at Miami as she was trying to react to the death of her husband. And my thing is, it was terrible because... She didn't even look sad. <laughs> the nigga just came in your shit and gave you the drop, and you just like holding the chick. Like that shit was sad, bro. Like it was just pitiful. Like the acting was trash. <laughs> and then all Lala do is fuck niggas. So it's like they just sexualize Lala, and it's just like to each his own, man. Because the acting is terrible. And the only reason why I accept it is because their roles are very minimal. Like, they don't have to do a lot of of that role. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the La La role is just being the being the side chick or the, the main chick for T. And then Young Miami is uh, the, the, the is Ty's girl. So, he don't, she don't have to act. You know what I'm saying? So, it was very genius of 50 to use these faces to bring more attention to the show but as far as acting and the love of acting and the art of it it's just it's not working bro but bmf is popping you know what i'm saying of course we just went through snowfall and what else we got bel-air you know what i'm saying like bel-air is out i mean listen we got content and these are just tv shows y'all so like with bel-air the nigga will is bugging you know what i'm saying we at the point where will left out because he didn't trust the family and after he found out about his dad and all that shit but my whole thing is will doing all this you know vigilante single shit but you then 
like fucking with another chick after you broke off with Lisa. It's just weird energy, bro. Like after you took Lisa from Carton, which is like weird shit. Will is on Will not on the good side. He bugging, but you know what I'm saying. We Bel Air's popping. Check that shit out on on what the fuck is that shit on? It ain't on Hulu. It's on motherfucking Peacock. You know what I'm saying? Because that's NBC. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give y'all the information and content so y'all can pull this shit up and watch ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's three legit fucking shows, a.k.a. black shows, that's doing the damn thing. And, of course, that leads because as y'all are watching this, today is actually March 11th. You know what I'm saying? But as y'all are also listening to this and watching this, you know what I'm saying? Come March 17th, which is a.k.a. St. Patrick's Day, a.k.a. Tariq St. Patrick's Day, aka Power Book 2 is out. You know what I'm saying? Season 3, the motherfucking nigga, aka Little Ghost, is back. AKA all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Power is back. Tariq about to fuck the game up again. I don't know how, but you know what I'm saying? I'm ready for the same power energy. I'm ready for, you know, I'm ready for it, man. And at the end of the day, I never seen a nigga hustle so much, make so much fucking money, but never had a fucking car. I just don't get it. I guess when you're in New York, you don't have to worry about, you know, cars and shit like that. But this nigga Tariq always need a fucking ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So can't wait for St. Patrick's Day. They should have been dropping their shits on St. Patrick's Day because it makes sense. And now going forward, that's what we celebrate come March 17th or St. Patrick's Day is motherfucking the St. Patrick's, you get what I'm saying? And that's the TV shows on my behalf, you know what I'm saying? Forgive me because you got other shows that people are watching. People are telling me, like, Abbott Elementary is out there. That's the shit, you know what I'm saying? You got Your Honor, you know, shout out to my boy, Mac. He got family business out there, you know what I'm saying? And listen, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of shit. So y'all check it out. You know, if uh, Tyler Perry, I'm seeing that Tyler Perry is looking into buying BET. Personally, I don't have no feelings towards that because he already owned that shit. If you ask me, his, his whole fucking content is fucking BET. So you might as well get that nigga the fucking seat and just let him own and take over the whole shit and just make it the Tyler Perry era. Fuck it. And then the main reason why I'm in support is because it's a black man trying to own black entertainment television. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we talk shit about BET, but Bob Johnson sold that motherfucker to Viacom and sat in the island and lived his life. God bless him, but, you know what I'm saying, he sold the culture to these white motherfuckers, and now we got to get the shit back. So if Tyler Perry can get it back, then we can, that can be a step forward into restoring the feeling into BET, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he could be the nigga that will bring Rap City back. You know what I'm saying? You gotta think like that. So shout out to Tyler Perry. I hope we can cop that shit. I just don't want to see no fucking Medeas at no two in the morning. You know what I mean? Keep the Martins uh rolling. You know what I'm saying? You can kinda cut down the baby boy showings and shit and just add more dope content, man. Just bring more young shit in there. Like Tyler Perry hit me up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like they can put for the love on BET network. I will fuck with that. Fuck it. You know what I mean? But like I said, and then that's, um, but that's really the TV shows, movies, you know what I'm saying? We only on the month of March, but so far we, you know, we got juggernauts. They hitting you with bangers. They got motherfucking Ant-Man. 
You got Cocaine Bear, which is the fucking shit. Cocaine Bear was fire. You had a bear on coke. And to me, that is content that I will want to see every fucking time. No, I don't want to see House Party 7 with LeBron James house and shit. I want to see a fucking coked out grizzly bear running through the fucking woods, terrorizing shit and being a coked out bear. Like, who don't want to see that? And then the fact that I learned that it was based off a true story made it even more fire. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Cocaine Bear and O'Shea Jackson because I didn't even know Cube's son was in that motherfucker. I was so zoned out that it was a bear on coke. I didn't even give a fuck about the cast. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. You know what I mean? And more recently, this past March 3rd, Creed 3 just dropped with Michael B. Jordan and your boy Jonathan Mayers. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Major, excuse me. Fucked his last name up, but Shout out to them black brothers. I re- I I saw Michael B. Jordan say he wanted to be the the new the next Robin De Niro and Al Pacino between those two. I can see them accomplishing that. I don't think it's gonna happen because it's just it's just levels. But I can understand what they saying and I can see that because so far Jonathan Mayers is running this whole fucking year. He's in Creed, he's in Ant Man, and he has more other shit that's coming. And then Michael B. Jordan is just Michael B. Jordan. His resume is solidified. This nigga was in The Wire, Hardball. He was Killmonger. And this is his first directed movie. And for that to be the case under a Rocky franchise, after you did the other two Creeds and kept the Creed brand alive, you got to solidify that, man. You got to salute that, man, dog. You know, shout out to Michael B. Jordan. And as far as Michael B. Jordan, I want the world to know, and if he's listening, I, you know, doubt it. But if you just so happen to peep this, you're not Cordy for calling out somebody for their bullshit when you was at your premiere and you gave them the time of the day when you could have ignored them after the high school situation and was honorable and did the interview still. You know what I'm saying? So for the people that's calling him Cordy for that interaction, y'all are bozos. Because if a motherfucker came to me that we went to high school with and you was clowning me but trying to uh, gain clout and act like we was cool when we wasn't, I'm going to call that shit out. You know what I'm saying? That's what he did. So if he's at fault with that, then fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all niggas are weird. You feel me? But that's as far as, like, the TV shows, the content. You know what I'm saying? Again, we only in the month of March. And that's all the shit that I'm telling y'all, bro. It is ridiculous. And even later in the year, we still got the other, like the Tommy series. We got the Raiders and Cannon, possibly. We got more shit potentially that's coming at y'all next. But right this second, y'all got a lot of shit to catch up on. If y'all not on it, that's, you know, the Snowfalls, BMFs, Bel Airs. And your honors, the Abbots, you know what I'm saying? Any, all my TV cats. Y'all got any shows that I'm not mentioning, hit me up, tell me, like, yo, Lowe's, check this shit out, and I'm going to tell the people, but check those ones out, because those are the ones, you know what I'm saying? And continuing the shit, you know what I'm saying, because it's a lot, man. I been gone. I know I been gone. Niggas was like, yo, what the fuck is that nigga Lowe's been doing? You know, a lot of shit, man. You know, just a lot of life changes, man. Life ain't the same no more, man. You know, nothing was the same. Shout out to Aubrey. You know what I'm saying? And what else I want to do, man? Because before, of course, um, 
we just getting started, you know what I'm saying? We just went over the Chris Rock special. We did the content pieces with the TV shows and the movies. And we can actually get into, in my opinion, the other most important piece or biggest trending topic within the past couple of weeks. And that's Mr. Ja Warrant. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Ja Barrett, A.K.A. Ja, ja Wick. You feel me? A.K.A. Mr. $200 million man. If that's if he understands that shit, because these these little niggas and these motherfuckers now is just wild. They don't give a fuck. They get any type of status and clout and just start wilding. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, especially in the black community, like when you get to that pedestal, you have to understand your value and what you really mean to not only your current situation, but your, your family and et cetera, pretty much your current fucking situation. So like, you know, John Morant is a NBA player for the Memphis Grizzlies for the folks that do not know. He wears the number 12, you know what I'm saying? And he is not only an NBA player, but he is the franchise player for the Memphis Grizzlies. He was the number two pick in the draft in the 2021 draft, if I'm not mistaken. Only one behind Zion Williamson for the New Orleans Pelicans. And if you're going on IG Live showing guns, then you must know what the fuck you're doing. You have enough sense to understand that what you're doing is very stupidity and very telling it's like what are you trying to what do you do you want to be a ball player or do you want to be a street nigga do you want to be a hood motherfucker or do you want to be the 200 million dollar man and for the people who had an issue with him being caught with the guns saying things like oh why is it a problem with black people uh show the guns and all that the difference is is brandishing the gun on live like you about it about it like you doing the and eh, eh, look at me with the strap man first of all the nigga had the gun from uh the nigga was shooting at harlem knights next to our senior hall that he kept getting mad about so let's keep it a buck like the shit was like it still can spot a nigga a gun is a gun but the shit was fucking the size of his fucking napkin you know what i'm saying so that's one and two you are a 200 million dollar max super max player bro the team looks at you the new generation looks up to john Morant. he's like the and when i say this i'm not saying in terms of talent matter of fact i'm saying this shit in terms of talent he is the new generation's alan Iverson in terms of influence the streets and the young cats look up to this kid man they do the gritty because of him outside of uh justin jefferson in the nfl for the vikings but really John Morant pop like was a a big figure in popularizing that fucking dance. Like the kids are doing that shit because of you. The kids are coloring their locks, but like not saying you the first, but the new kids are seeing John Morant and how his style and how he goes about, and they are fucking with that. Just like I I, I categorize them in the same NBA young boy boat where they just influenced by that whole shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's John Barrett. He represents the new generation. So for you to be on IG Live, Barrett and shit, guns and shit, is not the thing to do, brother. Like, you are that nigga on the court. And outside the court, you are that nigga, period. So be him. 
going to court and drop 50. Your ops are the Western Conference, nigga. Not the fucking streets. Your ops are the Golden State Warriors and the fucking Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Not Tyrone from motherfucking Atlanta and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, niggas that's listening to this shit, like, mind your business. Whatever lane you in, stay on that fucking lane. I don't care if you a square, nigga. If you a square, be a square. Because the difference when you a square and we know you a square is that we know so when you doing some square shit we look at it like oh that's who he is but when you act this way and then turn around do some square shit that's when you are are a bozo you understand (laughs) like it's just common sense that's apparently not fucking common you know what i mean and other than that man because the niggas is wilding you know shout to sean kemp because we keeping it funky and keeping it random, man. Shout out to Sean Kemp, man, for thumping at these these thievery niggas, man. Like, niggas was shitting on the boy Sean Kemp uh, for shooting guns in the parking lot. The whole time it was because of self-defense. So people need to understand the full story before they comment on shit and make, make it seem like he was the aggressor where the whole time he was trying to get his shit back. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to... Sean Kemp and dumping that shit and hopefully he did get his things back because niggas are broke and niggas gotta just stop stealing. You know what I mean? Like at least if you broke, like try to get some money in terms of a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I said, man, we here, man. It's been a while. You know, y'all go hear me talk my shit and we probably at the you know thirty minute mark at this point. You know, and what else we got? Because Went through a lot. Went through the Jabba Rant. Went through the Chris Rock. A bunch of content pieces. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 one of the ones. You know, it's it's actually not bad. And I'm trying to uh, but also because we we keeping it in sports. You know what I'm saying? This past weekend was also USC Fight Night Week. You know the goat was in the ring and the goat is no other than john bones jones shout out to the legend and i mean the greatest of all time in mixed martial arts is nobody in the in the planet earth that is better than that man nobody <laughs> like that man went in that ring after three years of not of no combat fighting Granted, he had sparring sessions and he did training, but he went three years with no actual, I would say, reported fights because I don't know what he did behind the scenes, but three years of no fighting, of no contact, and then on top of that, you went up in a weight class, so you went from light heavyweight to heavyweight, so you went through these body changes, you got heavier, meaning that you slowed down, you lost speed, I'm pretty sure you gained power. But all these body changes and et cetera, et cetera, for you to go in there and within no more than a minute or two, if not a minute and a half, you win in the first round by submission. And you beat Kane, which is who is one of the prestigious heavyweight fighters in or mixed martial artists in the world. Like he's not no scrub. So you go in there and do that and submit him. Less than a minute and a half, if not a minute, in the first round. Not, not only just the win, but the belt. Like you know how, like he the greatest. <laughs> like, he the fucking greatest. And, and 
he the greatest man and motherfuckers is saying stipey and uh i yeah he'll be a better fight but i don't see him beating bones man like he'll be a challenge but after that it's like shit and then the real fight is him and francis niggas want to see him and francis fight i know francis probably gonna come back to the ufc but that would be the real heavyweight fight for them to see to see them two niggas go at it and then if he was to really beat francis then it's like no fucking question it's like yo he might as well fucking retire you know what i mean because he did every fucking thing he's really undefeated the motherfucker got one loss on this record because he technically had a dq for illegal attack at the time but he's really undefeated he never fucking lost and i say that to say you the fucking goat <laughs> like bad like you know what i mean like if you put your money on him cha-ching because you fucking got it you know what i mean but that shit is wild, man, because it's like, just imagine, like, just getting in a ring with a nigga for three years absence, and he just submit and tap your ass like it was nothing. Like, he looked, he looked comfortable in that fucking ring. Like, you know what I'm saying? The only observation that was, like, a downside was that he got slower, but that was obvious because he gained weight. But he looked comfortable in that shit, bro. He had the same stamina, and you damn near can say he could have beat him in a lighter weight <laughs> shit is crazy but shout out to bulls man and what else we got on sports because the only thing with sports for real is you know nfl is currently on the off season they need to pay fucking lamar jackson and at the end of the day i want people to understand that milos is an avid baltimore ravens fan i'm a do a diehard ravens fan but at the end of the day Y'all niggas are bugging. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I'm gonna keep it all way factuals. These niggas are wilding in Baltimore for not paying this man. It is fucking blasphemous and borderline illegal what they doing right now and not giving this man what he fucking earns. We just watched Derek Carr get a hundred and fifty million with a hundred guaranteed contract, but Lamar can't get close to what Deshaun Watson got, which was a two thirty fully guaranteed, and that's all cleveland browns fault but since they did it and y'all allowed it guess what y'all gotta start giving out guaranteed contracts you know what i'm saying y'all can't hire go cause collision for some shit that was already set and told by the cleveland browns if y'all felt so damn against this shit y'all would have vetoed the damn contract that cleveland if that's possible because i don't know the back the behind the scenes rules but y'all would have get fought harder for that deal to not go through then what y'all doing to make sure Lamar don't get what he wants, which is very fucking weird. The moment that the Ravens put a non-exclusive tag on this motherfucker, you got teams that are quarterback needed saying that we're not going to attempt to get Lamar. That immediately tells you that they're not trying to get another guarantee, a fully guaranteed, let me say that, contract in the NFL. Because they would not be saying that shit if it was Josh Allen or if it was Joe Burrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I dared Cincinnati to put a non-exclusive tag on Burrow and then uh, sit there and let other teams say, oh, we good on Burrow. I promise you, you'll see five, the rest of the league inquiring about this motherfucker. So it's very racist. It's very collision. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And I'm a big Raven fan again, but I'm also a Lamar Jackson fan. And I hope that he goes wherever that pays him what he deserves and if it's not the ravens so be it i want him to be the quarterback for the baltimore ravens but to keep it a buck 
he got to get his money. And if Baltimore ain't gonna pay him, somebody's gonna pay that motherfucker. You understand? Like somebody is going to pay Lamar Jackson what he wants or close to what he wants. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to remember that he's going to get close, if not exactly what he fucking wants and deserves. It's just a matter of time. And I just hope it's the Baltimore Ravens. You get what I'm saying? And that's really on the NFL end because until then, I'm like really not fucking with the NFL right now as far as like that situation. I'm not fucking with my team. It's hard to even root for y'all niggas because y'all doing bullshit. And it is what it is. And then on the NBA side, you know, you got niggas fighting for seeds. It's about to be playoff season. You know, motherfuckers just stay getting hurt. I'm not going to lie. These injuries are getting mad annoying. And I say that with respect because I can only imagine how them niggas feel by getting hurt. They like, damn. But it's like this shit is getting tiring as a consumer to see them niggas get hurt. I know this shit are freak accidents. But now it's starting to create a conversation of, like, what is really going on, bro, to where niggas are just getting hurt by the fly. Like, it, could, it bro, it you could get tapped on the back and you got to fucking torn something to, or strain this. So, like, it's, like, niggas' bodies are getting weak. I really think niggas ain't training no more or they doing weightlifting training, but that's it. They not doing team facility trainings or something. Something's missing to where the art is going, bro, because it's just mad niggas hurt. And I know the athleticism done un- in the crease, but it's that plus more shit for, like, for Katie to get hurt doing a, a warm-up line, bro. Like, what? Now this nigga, now they say he's out for two to three weeks off a warm-up line, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then the following day, you had a kid or a young cat. I can't even remember his name, but the kid from the Golden State Warriors got injured doing the warm-up line. It's like, bro, we can't make this shit up. So now we about to start seeing niggas get uh, hurt before the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, what the fuck is going on, man? And But with that being said, I want to see LeBron back in time for the Lakers to do something. I don't got no niggas winning anything. And before y'all even think of anything to say about this, I do not have an NBA team. So I'm a pure fan of this basketball shit. And you know what I'm saying? And we just go see because as far as the finals, I really still got Boston and Milwaukee. Excuse me. Milwaukee's in the fucking East. I really got Boston. And goddamn Phoenix, if they can stay healthy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't care about Denver. Denver is official, but at the end of the day, we gotta keep it a buck. Jokic is balling, but he's doing he's doing Steve Nash numbers. 17, 10, and 12. That's cool. But Russ was doing triple doubles with 30, 40. You know what I'm saying? The moment, Russ had a 30, 20, 20 triple double. You know what I mean? So the, the 17s, 15s, and 12s are cool, but that's Steve Nash numbers. This MVP needs to be Joel Embiid because to me, in my opinion, he's outperforming Jokic. It's a fact. You know what I mean? And we go fucking see if Jokic ends up the three-time back-to-back-to-back MVP. That is very telling because for him to get that and not a Steph or a Braun or a Kobe or a Shaq, it's just amazing, but that's just how the shit goes, and it's how the shit goes, man. <laughs> you know, politics, you know, like, 
Hope y'all niggas are doing whatever. And at this, let me see, man, because I don't know. I don't know if I'm about tired of talking to y'all niggas. Y'all probably tired of listening to me at this point. Y'all like, all right, Lose, what the fuck you talking about? But you already know what time it is. And it's about that time to get y'all these 757 sounds. You understand? And on this episode, we're going to take it to Norfolk. We're going to stay in Norfolk. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shark City. And like I said, you know, we're coming at y'all next every episode. You know what I mean? So we're going to get into these 757 sounds. This record is called Trap Hop. And it's by the good brother Stu Money. You know, let's get it. Blue bands on me and I got it out the gutter Road number one, never leave without the cutter We got different blood, but I treat them like my brother Pussy got day ones beefing with each other Did the scale, what would I be without my did scale? I'm still up in the kitchen like I live in there you say you bought that action, but you really scared And when I pull out this Glock, I don't shoot in the air uh, And this is trap hop This for all my niggas wrist inside the crack pot And we can turn a weed house into a crack spot mm, Serving all the junkies, meet me on the back block 2019, I made a whole lot of walk You tried to rob me and took a whole lot of shots As I'm looking through these frames, I see a whole lot of ops up the Glock This shit get and hot and curry with the shot And we don't get no fuck We trapping for the police We gon' whip the charge We stackin' for the lawyer fee I put my faith in God But got the pistol on me And I pray to God The devil don't get a hold of me Ay. And this a big vibe I'm the big slime Hit you with a big nine I was out here selling dog food big time Earth 30s for the dub Have you real right you a drug lord, I know what you feel like yeah. Keep the squares out the circle, they ain't real right That's why you catch me on my dolo, I don't need niggas I can't believe he turned his back, I used to feed niggas Ain't that some fuck shit, got out of jail, these niggas ain't give me nothing He been my dog for 10 years, but I don't trust him Niggas out here bluffing, paranoid, I'm clutching I can't go for nothing, I'ma get the bussin' Nigga play with us, it's gonna be repercussions Pop out with that clock out, it ain't no discussion You be DOA, you be DOA Put you to sleep today, then throw the heat away And I'm the illest on the planet Pockets full of blue bandits and the haters can't stand it Nova City, baby, all we know we drug dealing First 48, every night a cold killer uh, And I'm a cold killer Got the bells coming way from Idaho, nigga this is Planet of the Ace and I'm a Gorilla This is Planet of the Ace and I'm a Gorilla Digiscale, what would I be without my Digiscale? I'm still up in the kitchen like I live in there You say you bought that action but you really scared And when I pull out this Glock I don't shoot in the air And this is Trap Hop This for all my niggas wrist inside the crack pot And we can turn a weed house into a crack spot mm. Serving all the junkies, meet me on the back block 2019, I made a whole lot of walk He tried to rob me and took a whole lot of shots As I'm looking through these frames, I see a whole lot of ops up 
the Glock. This shit getting hot. I'm curry with the shot. And we don't get no fuck. We trapping from the police. We gon' whip the chart. We stack up for them loyal feet. I put my faith in God, but got the pistol on me. And I pray to God, the devil don't get a hold of me. Alright, listen, man. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Every episode, man. You know, we on 55 of them things, so we still coming with them 757 sounds. You know, shout out to Stu Money, shout out to Norfolk, shout out to the rest of the 757. And we continuing at this point, you know. I think that's really all. You know, I don't know, but again, before we do check out, because. Just want to give updates, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the YouTube channel is still out there. It's out in the world. You know, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel for the Love Podcast. And that's for the LUV, by the way. You know what I'm saying? With the Rose. Go on the YouTube channel. Support. Like. Make a comment. Subscribe to it. Word of mouth. Tell your niggas. And make them niggas tell them niggas that for the love exists. And then also, y'all go on Super Clothing website shout to pat super the good brother and cop the merch you know what i'm saying we got the t-shirts and we got the hoodies and we we, we brainstorming on some more shit because niggas is coming to me like yo we need some socks we need you know this and that you know what i'm saying so we brainstorming man we getting you know you know what i mean we getting creative man because that's all we got in the 757 is creativity and time you know what i'm saying we just got to make the shit happen you know and Speaking of the 757, because of course, this is always for the love, and we love the 75, you know what I'm saying? It's about to be festival season, and more importantly, it's also daylight savings, you know what I'm saying, on the 12th. So set your clock back, let the sun be up longer, and it's festival season in April. So get ready for the tourists, get ready for the attractions, you know what I'm saying? And you know, Portland popped the casino, so everybody gonna pull up at the casino to throw their money. And I can only imagine that shit when like something in the water come about in in mid April. All them notable motherfuckers gonna probably try to go to the casino after the fact to flip some bread, and that shit is gonna be active. So just get ready for that, man. And niggas that own property, you know, clean your shit out so you can rent it, get your profit, because these niggas are pulling the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first one I went to. Which was a classic. Niggas was coming from overseas to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? So get your money fucking right. Get your chicken straight, like Marshawn Lynch said. But you know, you know, we got the merch. Cop that shit. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, before again we check out. Uh, always want to thank my supporters and my listeners for your time and for your patience listening to the good cut talk forever and y'all just listen to the god man so you know what i'm saying just want to thank y'all for that and of course all my dsp subscribers you know that's youtube spotify apple and soundcloud man y'all niggas are the most dopest motherfuckers in the planet i even got supporters around the world man for the love is overseas baby you know what i'm saying we got merch in canada you know what I'm saying? We got listeners in motherfucking Germany. We got listeners in Brussels. We got listeners in Jamaica. We just, you know, we just popping, man. I just want to shout out to y'all. If y'all can see me 
and y'all can hear me. Y'all are the shit overseas because y'all making my voice be heard in countries that I ain't even touch yet. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Moment of silence for that shit, man. You know what I mean? But besides that, you know, we still coming at y'all next. You know what I'm saying? For the niggas that ask for the visuals, I'm fucking here. I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, but on that note, because that's really, really all I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all done, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I said that a thousand times. Follow the TikTok. Follow the social medias. Hit me up privately if you got my number. Then I'm going to just end it at that because you must know more of me at that point. If you don't, it's okay. You can walk up to me and say, hey, you the for the love, motherfucker. I'm be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I am. You know what I'm saying? What else? You know what I mean? And more importantly, man, mind your fucking business, man. You know what I'm saying? Because minding your business is just a very stress-free life. And I like stress-free. You understand? So on that note, I'm done. I'm burnt out. This is 5-5, man. Y'all take it easy. God bless.